What's up, everybody? Welcome to the State of Wild, episode 151, a regular YouTube video web series podcast thingy. My name is Meowth, and as usual, I'm joined by my two good friends and co-hosts, Rawful and Corbett. Guys, it's been a couple weeks, but uh, lots of exciting news and stuff to talk about this week. How are you guys? Yeah, this is uh, kind of turning into a not-so-regular uh, <laughs> Look, regular <laughs> every two thing. weeks. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Uh, to be fair to us, though, um, it turns out Wild and twist were not in fact saved i know this is a big surprise um i thought this time for sure but uh as we'll get into it's been rough out there but we do have some good news uh for today yeah i kind of forgot what you guys were you know what you looked like it's been so long it's all just you know been such a confusing time um but no very happy to be back here uh to talk about all things going on for the future in hearthstone and focusing a little bit less on what's currently been been going on the past, uh, you know, week or two, maybe. Yeah. Speaking of the future, I feel like we really have to stop saying Wild is saved or Twist is saved in future balance patches. Because every time we say that, Wild and Twist are indeed not saved. So if we don't say it for one episode or for one balance patch, does that indeed mean that Wild will be saved? Yeah, but counterpoint, what are we going to say at the open of the episode? true we're not clever enough to think of anything else that, that right. is 100% correct and if my YouTube career has taught me anything um, it's the in the minds of uh, twitch chatters and YouTube commenters repeating the same joke over and over again gets funnier each time so so the next time we're just gonna get you know all the laughs yeah next time funny for sure right yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, alright you guys have already kind of hinted at it I feel like since we didn't have an episode last week I feel like we should talk a little bit about the state of Twist and Wild right now. Um, like you it's mentioned, bad. yeah, <laughs> they are not indeed saved, uh, I think is the the really quick summary of that. Uh, let, let's start with Twist, because uh, I feel like it'll be a, a lot shorter of a, of a discussion there. Um, Twist very much feels like a two-deck format, or two-class format at least, uh, maybe maybe one. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of Hand Buff Paladin and, uh, and Hand Block. Uh, Lots of hands going on in Twist. Um, again, this is the month, 40 health. Uh, 40 health seems to have buffed the handlock. Uh, you know, 20 health Molten Giants seem pretty good. Uh, also, side note, 8 mana Jiraxes. Holy, I never... I, I, I always said that I wanted 8 mana Jiraxes, and now that I have it, it feels so, so good. Um, and then, hand buff Paladin. Uh, you know, used to dominate Wild. Now it's dominating Twist. Uh, anything else that you guys would like to add about the state of this Twist format? Uh no, it it seems as though that like Twist is doomed to at most be a three deck format though, right? We saw it with the uh, um early on there was you know the two questline decks and maybe what like the Hall of Mage and then those had to get nerfed and then it went back to being a two deck format with the questline decks which weren't nerfed hard enough. Um, last first season of Caverns we had a three deck format which uh. Who would have thought that would have been a you know an over overachievement uh, for the format? And now we're back down to two, so it's just like it's unfortunate. This is something that I brought up when like the concept of um, rotating formats was initially you know being discussed and being presented. Is that like it's going to be difficult? It's not going to be that much easier to balance than than wild because like I don't know some of these sets especially in the future when things get a little bit more chaotic, weren't released with themselves in mind, right? So you're going to naturally... 
Like the the example that I brought up is what happens if just by happenstance, uh, Shaman got the Flurgle expansion and the Toxfin expansion, potentially maybe with an ice fishing, you know, thrown in there. What happens then? Like, like you know, obviously that's something that they maybe could be proactively prevented, and now with the nerfs, it's avoided entirely. But like, some of this is just kind of gonna happen. The good news is it's only thirty days. <laughs> but like, man interest in the format as a result of the lack of balance has just plummeted as the time has gone on. Um, at least in, in my experience in streaming and playing or streaming, creating videos as well as playing like queue time start increasing as the month goes on. And I don't blame people. Yeah. I, I might just quick look it up what the current, um, uh, legend uh, leaderboard says for twist. Like, just how many how many players are we looking at on America's? Because I know that last as of, time as I looked, of yesterday it was two hundred and twenty. So two hundred. That's that's pretty good. Last time I looked, it was sub two hundred. So um, yeah, two thirty four um on America. So that's uh that's not great when you <laughs> when you compare to like the many thousands that we see across the the other constructed formats. Um, yeah. Uh. I actually don't think the format is necessarily quite as unbalanced as it would initially appear. Like, I think if if we're purely talking about like win rates and stuff, um, like I, I am like looking at my own numbers and I have queued into apparently forty three percent warlock, but I don't remember because that was many weeks ago when I was actually interested in twist, uh, and I have not touched the format for uh, a little bit of time now. But yeah, I, I think that um. Like, I, I think purely in terms of balance, it's not actually as horrific as it might look, and it's not as bad, not nearly as bad as I think last month was. Um, but I think the lack of interest, <laughs> the uh, lack of uh, players, lack of experimentation, um, the fact that some classes, even if they might be okay, don't feel as fun. Like, I think there's a big reason why people are gravitating towards Warlock, and it's because that life tap button is kind of good. Um, and people like drawing cards in a format that doesn't have cards. Um, and Haylocks is fun. But, yeah, like, purely in terms of bounce stuff, I think Paladin is the issue. But what are you going to do? I mean, like, there's a new format coming out in, like, two weeks. So it's like, what, we're going to do a bounce patch, like, ten days from now for, like, three days of the twist format? It's like, no, I don't think that necessarily makes a lot of sense. So it is kind of like this difficult problem when you have this rotating format coming every month. And, uh, again, might might be a reason to try and look at different time frames uh in the future to see how they line up with uh with patch cadence but we've talked about that before so but yeah like Ravel says i think interest in general has completely fallen off um i haven't really been playing twist doesn't seem that fun q times aren't fun mirror matches against the same person aren't fun and my community as a whole has there's not a lot of twist demanding uh going on when it comes to my streams and content yeah yeah i have to like smuggle my twist content um just like post it without well, uh, really announcing that it's twist or anything. Just well, that's very appropriate, Ruffle. The uh, smuggles run. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'm. I, I'm done with hand buff though. That's a. <laughs> I don't want any association. You can only with, do so uh, many hand buff paladin videos. Right. Real. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. I know. I. Again, like you said. New expansion next month. We'll we'll talk about twist later on uh, in the episode. We did get some news about that, but I. I kind of agree with you about the whole time frame thing. Um, but I think one of these weeks, instead of taking a week off, we should do a, kind of a deep dive of what went wrong 
with, with twists or what is wrong with twists and stuff like that. I feel like that might be an interesting video uh, where we go a lot deeper dive than what we have time for today. But agreed. Um, twist not in a great spot, but uh, let, let's talk about Wild. Surely, surely Wild's better, right? Like saved. <laughs> is Wild saved? How we feel Wild's about Wild? Saved. So yeah. we have two decks in Twist. Uh, Corb, how are we doing in Wild? <laughs> well the neat part about wild is that people don't want to play the broken deck so like we, we, we can keep it away a little bit um that's like the one thing it really has going forward is the tier zero deck that no one's actually interested in playing so they'll still play it because it's tier zero but not as much as you know a, a glare or a disco or a whatever of the past um yeah it it's not the most engaging deck to play to be fair which especially a higher legend tends to uh turn some people off of playing it mm -hmm. uh, I, will, yeah. I don't know about you guys dude hitting people for 26 damage bonks is, is pretty engaging and fun to me i don't know I, it's sincerely one of the most we're i'm assuming talking about questline druid it's sincerely yeah, one of the most, about, we are talking about questline druid <laughs> i it's sincerely one of the most straightforward decks i i like i think has ever existed in hearthstone um like I've long said that about even shaman, but like with even shaman, sometimes you have to decide whether you want to trade or go face. Um, with questline druid, you just like play the spells and point your hero at the opponent's hero, and then it explodes. Sometimes you have to think about, well, do I fully commit with these zero mana eight eights and four fours? Uh, do I rush it? Where do I rush these four fours? The the real only thought that you have to do is like. How do you um, like efficiently complete quest line steps? Like that's legitimately the only thought that seems to go into the deck at all. Um, other than that, it's just play green card, opponent's hero explode. Yeah, I, I think like most of the time, the biggest thinking point is always like, can I afford to weave in this moonlit, or should I just play a quest completing card? And like that's pretty much the only tension. Um, and yeah, people don't want to play <laughs> Questline Druid, and you know, it's fine. Um, that's it, like, Druid as a whole, very good right now. Like, it's not just the Questline. There's, um, you know, Ruffle mentioned the, uh, like, you know, High Legend players don't really want to play this deck, but they do want to play a version of the deck. Like, there's, there's already been sort of um, experimentation in a, a deck that's a lot closer to the standard build, like more of the 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 hybrid druid that we saw in the Twig Sphere meta. People are running Bran Astalor, um, and kind of going for late late game, and and that deck's very good in the mirror. Um, and you know players typically like that combo a lot, the uh, the Bran Astalor uh, stuff that you can do there. So people are doing that. But then there's also Mildred. Mildred also seems like it's actually quite strong. I think. Um, First time I've ever said that. Uh, usually, I'm definitely someone that like poo-poos on the the terrible bad Mildruid, but I think it's gotten to the point now where I'm like, oh, this is actually quite competitive, and I don't that like is, that. yeah, it's kind of nasty. <laughs> but I mean, everything that we're talking about, it's all centered on one card. It's Yog. It's it's all Yog. Like when we're talking about Druid, the next class that we'd be talking about would be Rogue. Talking about Miracle Rogue. And it's all centered on zero amount of mind control, zero amount of mass hysteria, and they're bouncing it. So you can play multiple zero amount of mass hysteria or multiple zero amount of mind control. Yep. Yeah, it's really funny. Standard is a, a one uh, one deck format. Twist is a two deck format. Wild is a three deck format. Um, 
maybe four if you're counting the mill Mildred. It, it, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, even in standard, even in standard, like the the highest win rate decks, uh, they are ramp druid at high ranks, but it's also like secret rogue because secret rogue is particularly good at playing breakdance and playing more yogs. So it's like the exact same thing in both formats, basically. Hey, hey, Corb, as the standard expert, uh, would you feel confident in saying that Yogg might be on the chopping block in the next balance patch? I think, with all my powers of deduction, I, I think we can expect Yogg to go to 16 mana. Um, I just call it a day there. <laughs> yeah. That'll solve it, surely. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think, like, it's pretty clear that, like, the overlap between all of these decks in both Wild and Standard is just the existence of Yogg. So, like, Nerfing Yogg isn't going to solve all of both formats' problems. It'll tone down quite a lot of them, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's a that's a that's that's a big reset button for a lot of these decks that uh, that are kind of like crutching on it at this point. So it it would go a long way. Just, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and be honest. Just like temporarily banning Yogg like would do a lot for. A but that, lot it's, of a, it's a card from the new set. Right they can't do it. They can't do they it. They absolutely can. I mean, they have the technology. They'll never do it to a new card. Never. But I think that's a big mistake. That is a different. That's a different conversation. But right for for a card that people bought from a new set, that there's no way that they would ever do that. Like, there, yeah. there are ways to reimburse the players and make right by them. You're going to lose a lot more players to a horrendous metagame in both formats than you will to people sad they can't play Yogg right now. That's my, in my opinion at least. Yeah, it's uh, it's a shit show. Um, like the, the card is, I mean, I think I think the biggest thing about Yogg is it always comes back to the 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 biggest issue when, when a card is too strong. What is like the worst kind of card that can be too strong? It's the cards that punish you for being ahead or punish you for playing the board, whether we're talking about old spreading plague, whether we're talking about local tox, whether we're talking about this new yog, um actively punishing you for being ahead is the worst type of card to be overpowered. Um yog is uniquely problematic in some ways because you can't go tall against it, you can't go wide against it. Um it, it's very very difficult. And so uh yeah, out of, out of all the cards that you can kind of make broken, this is about as bad as it gets. Um there is also concern in that whatever change they eventually do for standard, it might not be enough for wild. Like, I think that Yogg has a lot of dials that you can change. You can change its effect, you can change its mana cost, but the thing is, like, a, a mana cost nerf could be very effective in standard, for example, because, you know, you bump it up by, a, a, let's say, five mana. That's a very extreme nerf, but, like, if you want to really slow it down until turn eight, turn nine, like, you can probably do that. The thing is, in wild... The um the nerf probably matters a lot less, right? Like there, it's very easy in rogue to play twenty spells by turn five than it is to play fifteen by turn four. And so, if they do more of a mana nerf, there's a very real chance that um the a lot of the problems still persist. Uh, particularly in rogue, uh, with the card druid, I think gets slowed down quite a bit. Um, but rogue can really just go crazy, <laughs> uh, especially with some of the buffs that uh the new cards that it got today actually um but we'll get into that later yeah i i'm hopeful that the reason it's taking a bit of time is that they're reworking the card rather than just simply increasing its mana cost because i do not think um 
a mana increase would necessarily go far enough for a format as degenerate as wild as uh you know resulted in like you don't have to reduce him all the way to zero for yog to be effective and so even if you're paying like two to four mana for him it's still you're getting 15 mana over the value off of him <laughs> because like they should just be a 15 mana card full stop you can't reduce <laughs> problem solved hire me blizzard i i've seen the idea floated around of like spending 15 mana worth of spells and like i know that would definitely nerf the like rogue aspect of this i don't again i don't know too much about standard but from the gameplay that i've seen does that even slow down the standard druid deck because i feel like they just have so much more mana than everybody else anyways that like they can afford to spend 15 mana worth of spells by like turn six or seven yeah you'd have to change the number right because like naga giant is 20 and that's like a playable hearthstone card in warrior um yes. so like if yeah like it's not a card you really play but the people played it in the renathal version uh of warrior so like 15 mana for yog it's a bit questionable we might want to change the little dials on that but um yeah i don't know i don't know exactly like it, it's such a specific like i i it's such a reevaluation of the card that i i don't really know where that would fall power level wise like it's so hard to figure stuff like that out especially when we've already seen the card in actions like how slow is that card gonna be like i, I don't know really yeah, come I on think... Corb. a complete reworking of the card and you can't predict exactly how powerful it's gonna be come on dude what kind of standard expert are you no, I think uh, my that, preferred okay. rework of the card is to bump it to 10 mana and then just have it reduced by Chaotic Tendrils because they released the Chaotic Tendrils and they're clearly meant to work with Yogg as evident by like the fact that he summons them. But there's no incentive whatsoever to play those cards. So I, I feel like that could be a, a double whammy in terms of like making Yogg a reasonable card as well as incentivizing like this entire package that the a large portion of the mini set is centered around yeah i mean i think that would make him completely unplayable and wild but i don't even know if that's the worst thing. sure yeah <laughs> i mean it's, it's, you... it's, it's it sucks because i we've had them we've had the attitude of like it sucks when like cards get nerfed to standard and they're no longer playable and wild i think i'll make an exception for yog because of like the description that we've had about him already it, so. historically in hearthstone when yog is a good card to include <laughs> in your decks it's a bad thing like I, I mean that I say that as somebody who plays a lot of Yog decks. You do not want this card to be strong. You do not want Yog Box to be strong. You do not want Hope's End to be strong. You don't want Master of Fate to be strong. You, and you definitely don't want this card to be strong because look at what's happening. So it's like, um, just Yog being a strong inclusion in your deck is just bad. It's bad for the game, the health of the game. Um, so, yeah. fair enough. All right. Uh, do you guys have an expectation on when this potential patch? Could be coming because it's not out today. So, there's a oh, go ahead. There's a very narrow time frame, to be honest, right? Like we've got the expansion coming out on the 14th. We've got BlizzCon um, the two weeks before that. So that leaves like next week and the week after BlizzCon as like the two viable candidates. It seems like I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I would assume like two weeks. Uh. But it's still like a very strange patch. Like the like, it would be very weird for them to do any balance patch, to be honest. But um, I assume they kind of have to. Like I I don't know. Uh, because usually when we get the pre order patch, the um like the X point six point zero, um, 
the next thing that we get is just like the expansion release. Uh, I think there have been a few exceptions. Like I, I, I feel like I remember when they nerfed um, like Dragon Queen Alexstrasza. I feel like that might have been in like this weird little time frame right before the next expansion came out. But I'd have to go and double check that. Um, but yeah, it, it's pretty weird. So maybe we get one in like two weeks or probably probably just two weeks like if we get one at all <laughs> right i think oh, I, that, yeah. that was a big f i, I did say that <laughs> yikes um yeah okay if yog's gonna be around for two weeks maybe i'm more open to this idea from raffle of temp banning uh the yog I'm, I'm coming around to that all right uh we've already kind of teased this in our conversations but let's talk about uh let's pivot our conversation to a to a brand new expansion that's been announced we've already already come on to the third expansion of the year um and that is what is the name of the car, uh, the expansion? Uh, Showdown in the Badlands. Uh, so it kind of feels like a, an old Western, you know, themed expansion. Uh, cowboys, basically, corrupt lawmakers, yada yada yada. Um, that seems to be. I don't know if there's any lore behind this. Raffle, feel free to step in if there is. But it feels very Hearthstoney. I, I I don't know, man. It's it's Badlands. I don't know if that's a, a specific place with. with things in the wow universe i have to ask because i know nothing um, as somebody who played a lot of world of warcraft and uh on the horde side mind you leveled several characters to max level what i can tell you about the badlands is i have no idea what's there uh, <laughs> fairly certain that there's nothing there i think it's just a desert and the, they're using the desert theme to uh um turn it into like a western I... idea I read something about Deathwing was there or something at one point. If you say so. Sure, look, I, I'm giving like hazy recollections of Reddit threads that are the, like the bottom of the comment chain. So, you know, it's, it's all off. Yeah. All right. Cor Corp sounds like he's turning into our WoW expert here. So I'm going to come to you now for lore questions. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, this, is what, this is your fault for saying you went on Reddit. Come on. Uh, you got to punch yeah. you somehow. Um, but, all right, new expansion coming. Uh, it seems like everybody is kind of safely assuming it's coming out on the 14th of November. And so it seems like we're going to be diving into preview season really, really quickly here. Kind of kind of aligns with BlizzCon, so kind of makes sense. Um, um, it, it was straight up announced that it would be on the 14th. It's in the... Oh, hey, look, Showdown like in the Badlands a... launches worldwide on November 14th. Wow. Yeah, sounds like it was a good assumption then. All right, mm -hmm. look at me go. Um themed cards uh you got you got your two main characters here we're gonna dive into some of the new cards that they've teased today uh we've got sheriff barrel brim four mana four four battle cry if you have 20 or less health open the badlands jail uh which is a location with three durability that makes minions go dormant for three turns it can be friendly or uh or enemy minions uh he's kind of the bad guy and then you've got this band of noble outlaws uh led by mm. elise badland savior eight mana five five I don't know if Highlander cards can be considered the good guys. Yeah, but I'm just well, well, you you kind of stole the punchline, bro. But basically, Sorry. these outlaws are, are Highlander cards led by Elise. Battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, summon four four copies of four random minions in your deck. Guys, we're we're getting Reno Demon Hunter, Reno Druid, Reno Hunter, Reno Paladin, Reno Priest, and Reno Shaman support. Highlander cards are back. Really weird that they rotated I, Reno and all that out of the expansion or out of the core set when they released these, but you know. I think this is confirmation that playing uh, Reno or Highlander decks is morally good. So, yeah, um, I think Corb, you're the bad guy here. That's what, that's what yeah, it sounds like. Uh, 
I'm gonna have to go read more thing. lore to confirm or deny this. I don't no, no, this is that's all the lore I need for uh, for determining this. Uh, yeah, the uh, the good news for you, Corb, is this card looks kind of bad for for Reno Priest, <laughs> unless you're playing like a Reno Priest, maybe. I mean, it's a, a board little, in a box, a right? It's a board yeah, in a box. Yeah, I guess modern Reno Priest plays a little bit differently than like. Um, you know, the uh, inspire hero power you to death, uh, Rena Priest. So maybe there's hope for it. Maybe I'm yeah. being too hard on it, but look, like you yeah. get a month old and it's look, just over. Yeah, get, yeah, but I don't know how long it's been since. Like, do you know how regularly we get to eight mana these days? <laughs> like, what do you... um, yeah, even Reno Priests are killing you by eight some of these games with the with the builds that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, month or Colossus. Uh... Okay, it's, it's this a, is an it's a eight lot mana of five five. Eight mana five five. Summon four random tech cards from your deck onto the battlefield until four. <laughs> yeah, you could get plate breaker, skulking guys, steam cleaner, and uh, unseen saboteur. Uh, so you guys are priest experts, Ugh. and you're telling me this is the good guys. These are the good guys, <laughs> is what you're saying. Uh huh. Interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, we're we're gonna get six basically Highlander payoff cards here. Um. They do mention that this is before Elise has joined the League of Explorers, so I don't think that we're going to see Bran and Finley and uh, Bran Finley Reno cards. But who knows? You know, um, I don't know. I, I know we already kind of know where where Corb lies on this. Ruffle, are you excited to see Highlander cards back? I, I got to say that. Yeah, sure. What, what like what's what's our general rule for uh, the Wild Meta? If Reno decks are playable, uh, things are things are looking pretty good, right? Or relatively healthy. Um, uh. We updated the rule. It's if Beast Hunter's playable, then the format's good. Beast Hunter's always playable. It's just nobody plays it. Did the truth hurt? If I'm playing Ouch. Beast Hunter, the format's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that being said, we've also got a couple new keywords here. Uh, so let's talk about Quick Draw, uh, a very flavorful keyword here. Uh, so cards that have the quick draw keyword get a special bonus if they're played the turn they enter your hand. Um, so that means, uh, it's, it specifically says enter your hand. I'm assuming that means that like if you secret passage into a quick draw card, you'll also get the effect. Um, so it's not just drawing the card specifically. Um, but the examples that they have, they have this card called Dehydrate, which is a shaman spell for three mana. It is a three mana deal four damage to a minion with lifesteal. Uh, with quick draw, cost one. So potentially one mana deal four with lifesteal seems actually really powerful. Um, and then we also have Trolley Problem, which is a uh, three mana spell that says discard uh, <clears throat> ugh, uh, your lowest cost spell. Uh, summon two three three tram cars with rush. Uh, but if you quick draw this spell, uh, you don't actually discard your lowest cost spell. I don't know if that's upside or downside in our format, but um, quick draw keyword uh, for a format that kind of as fast as wild with a format as, with as much draw uh, that Wild has. How are we feeling about the, the quick draw keyword? Um, it seems a little bit easier to get value quick draw value off of something like Dehydrate where the cost is being manipulated because like the risk is you draw a trolley problem after you life tap on like turn four or you draw it before turn three and you're just like not there. But at the same time, three mana six six. And as we've learned, that's first of all, pretty good on its own. Uh, second of all, discarding cards isn't necessarily a downside. Um, it is a little bit hard to manipulate a Soul Barrage to be your lowest cost spell, though. 
but if it's your only spell and your only other like in, at least in your hand maybe that could be upside uh either way i'd rather just not think about uh disco lock after the month that we had previously so um yeah quick draws mechanic i i know it's very like flavorful right like it feels like i i heard some people when the leak happened on the thread i think someone guessed something very close uh to this where it was like if this was like the first card that you played a turn so um yeah, I don't know, flavorful. As for the actual gameplay of it, um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I'm like low on it in terms of the gameplay, but I obviously need to see like more of the quick draw cards in general. Um, like we'll see, because like, because yeah. it, it feels like it might hamstring plays a little bit, where it's like you feel like you like you just top deck the quick draw card, and then it's like, oh, I just have to play that this turn. Um, and rather than being more of like a meaningful choice and stuff, but I will say, like, you don't really know what the mechanic's going to look like until you see all the cards for it. Yeah, generally, I try not to evaluate like mechanics, rather, mm. I look at cards. But like, this is one where I could very well see that being like you could it could lead to frustration simply because of like the timing of the draws could uh, present some problems. So it's going to depend on um how big the downside is compared to how big the upside is like something like a, a dehydrate that that looks pretty innocuous and doesn't feel like it wouldn't feel terrible to play even as a three mana deal four um even something like trolley problem if your deck is constructed in certain ways it might not be that big of a deal you also should you know have some condition to be met in order to make a three mana six six so like um i don't you know i don't know what we're going to see from the rest of the uh the cards with this mechanic on it but like um i don't, I, I don't know i like when it comes to keywords I, I just like to evaluate the individual cards um yeah rather than the, the keyword as a whole because i feel like that's more i don't know a, a more complete way to like inspire didn't fail because inspire is a bad keyword inspire failed because inspire had a lot of really just crashed here over caustic cards associated with it yeah, I, I will say one thing uh, about the mechanic, though, broadly, is that uh, it does pair, like, very interestingly with Dredge, uh, which, you know, hasn't completely rotated out. They'll be together for, like, one expansion here in Standard. Yeah. My, my two co-hosts out here making my questions, making fun of my questions and how they hate them is what No, I'm it's not. It, it's a <laughs> it's a very common question that I get, like, from, from chat as well. Um, but it's just, like, I don't know, my preference and how I'm evaluating cards. Um, I don't think it's a wrong. I don't think it's wrong to. I mean, uh, I, I will say, I like evaluating keywords in addition to the like. Obviously, the card quality is going to determine whether they see play. But I think on the surface, Quick Draw seems a lot more appealing to me than something like Inspire, right? Or or even something like Forge. But I don't know. Maybe that's it. it doesn't. It's not important. It's not important. Speaking of, let's talk about the. So other what you're keywords. saying. So what you're saying is you just like playing the green card. You don't. You, That's what, the card. Did you not hear me board. earlier, dude? Bonking people for twenty six. So okay. satisfying, man. So okay. satisfying. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, all right. Uh, the other keyword here uh, is a very flavorful keyword for this expansion. And that is excavate. And so the bad guys, they're they're mining for treasure. Um, and so the way that this works is you've got five classes. You got death knight, mage, rogue, warlock, and warrior. Uh, that are that are going to be associated with this excavate keyword so 
going to be really wordy. wordy. You guys are going to have to bear with me. I'm sorry. But basically, every time you play a card with Excavate, you are going to get one. You're going to go up kind of like a ladder of, of treasures. So the first time you Excavate, you're going to get one of these one-mana common treasures. Um, and so you have like a one-mana 2-2 two -two with Rush, a one-mana spell that deals three damage, one-mana... Hey, don't rate them all, Meowth. That's so <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Fine, fine. But you, you get one of these common treasures. The next time you Excavate, you get a, a two-mana rare treasure a three mana epic treasure the third time you do it they scale obviously they get a lot better the, the the higher tier you go and then for each of these classes the fourth time you excavate you get the legendary that's unique to that class Ooh. so we we don't know any cards associated with these but these treasures they look really good for what they are obviously like you mentioned it depends on the specific cards but if these treasures are anything to go by i'm excited by this this key, key keyword yeah, these even the the common <laughs> treasures are every time really I good. read one, I was like, "Damn, that's pretty good." Maybe the next one yeah. sucks, and they kept being good. And then Corb yelled yeah. at me, but yeah, they all seem good. <laughs> yeah, think um, like card quality of like solo adventure cards or something like like a Kazakasan treasure, where they're like absurdly costed for what they do. Uh, to the point where obviously these can't be printed as collectible Hearthstone cards, so it's like uh, it really does seem rewarding to excavate. Uh, but we're going like if these are this good, there's going to be a cost associated with the ex excavate keyword on the cards themselves. So it's like um, you're probably going to have some overcosted uh, stuff, but. Who knows? We haven't seen them yet. Uh, these these seem good. It's a very flavorful uh, keyword and an interesting new mechanic. I'm going to butt in here for two seconds. I think it's important to note when we're talking about Excavate, you don't get to discover which one of the treasures that you get, uh, which is, you know, obviously worse than being able to discover one of the five. But uh, you, you do get a random one, so you might not get the one that's, like, appropriate for your situation. Um, we have seen two of the Excavate cards so far. The uh, we, have a, we have a major and a neutral that have been released that is news to me yes <laughs> um, breaking news so, here at the state of wild yeah breaking breaking news but yeah they're, they're very much like lackey generators and you can even see that in kind of the neutral card that we have um where you know this is this is like advanced complicated hearthstone growing up lackey uh bigger pool bigger payoff um but we have like cobalt miner for example which is a two mana one one uh battle cry excavated treasure so that can compare to something like cable rat which is a, a card that we saw with lackeys originally there's also a mage one uh which is a six mana four four uh battle cry excavator treasure for each card in your hand deal one damage to a random enemy um so yeah the, that should be kind of like, like the type of card cost uh associated to these uh to these random generations that's a a little bit less expensive than, than I thought in terms of the, the price you're paying for excavating. Um, because we do also have a definite card to reap what you sow. It's a three mana deal three. Uh, and then excavate, that's just kind of fine. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, it's not super efficient, but like, you're paying one mana to get like a high value card added to hand. Yeah, I'm going to be keeping an eye out for excavate miscreant. I'm just waiting for the rogue cards to be released, and then we should be in the clear. Yeah, I'm. Well, I mean, the the mage card is a reference to Goblin Blast Mage already, so like it does mm -hmm. seem like they're bringing back some of the old favorites. Yeah, 
It also looks like, I mean, I'm looking through these new cards. I did not know where these got revealed, so obviously super prepared here on the podcast. But it also seems <laughs> like we're getting like really big payoffs in addition to the Excavate things. Just looking at this Death Knight card um, in Harrowing Ox, which is a 7-mana 7-7 seven seven Undead Beast with Taunt. Uh, but if you've excavated twice, uh, the next card you play this turn costs 7 less. So in addition to the Excavate Treasures, you also seem like you're getting a 0-mana 7-7 seven seven with Taunt. Like It seems like you're getting... I don't believe this is like the legendary treasure either. This is just a big payoff yeah, in addition a, to that. So yeah, just a collectible. Yeah, I also missed another one, the uh, the Death Knight Excavate card. So yeah, we've already seen a already seen a handful uh, of these things. Yeah, we're we're super prepared here. Let's go. <laughs> um, again, I guess. So I, I it seems like we're all ex, uh, excited for Excavate. That's really easy for me to say. Um, <laughs> but I I mean. Again, we, we do play wild, so I'm I'm gonna be interested in see in seeing what these payoffs look like and, and the actual cost for the excavate cards. Um, while we're in here, we also have the uh, the the Reno Hunter payoff legendary. Uh, if you guys want to talk about that for two seconds, uh, that is Thaldurin the Lost, which is a four mana three four battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, it gains immune uh, this turn and attacks all enemies including the enemy face. Uh, that seems really, really nice if you can uh, buff it up with some of the cards that Hunter's gotten as well. Uh, it's Reno hand buff Hunter. <laughs> um, but also just like baseline seems like it's a four mana deal three to everything, which is powerful. We, Yeah, we saw this card. It, it, it did less than this in Curtis, and it was very uh, useful in a lot of uh, contexts. Um, this is reliable and goes face and hits all of the minions and is in a class that doesn't have strong clears pretty good pretty good just curve this out with brand and you're set yeah um i mean kind of looks a little underwhelming but that's because it's a hunter card so like it's not quite as flashy as maybe some of the other highlander payoffs that we get but um you know very effective uh so i wouldn't be shocked if like people just sort of are a bit underwhelmed or underrated uh this card but yeah very very good i could yeah i could very easily see this being the best highlander support printed uh for this set just because um i don't know how heavy-handed they're going to be with it but like this this card just seems really good <laughs> it, and it fits exactly with what um reno hunter is already trying to do which is just get you in the face like that's what dino terror brand wants you to do this plays right into that strategy really well i could see some of like the other um you know highlander support pieces maybe being at odds with the deck's game plan more than this one is and this is just a very high quality card yeah dude even when corp is praising hunter cards he also has to to take shots at, at hunter cards when, when i he's... like hunter <laughs> what what are you talking about i i'm saying i think it's strong I, I, hunter I, cards are typically you know sneakily powerful i think uh, i i, I I think what it is is it isn't like the big flashy value engine that a lot of people want out of their uh, Reno support pieces, but that's like again that's at odds with what Hunter excels at. So you wouldn't want your Hunter card to be something like a um, a Dragon Queen Alexstrasza, right? Or a um, or the new Priest Murazond. Like that's not what Hunter wants to be doing. So just. I don't know. Stick with stick with what the. It's good to get cards that um, play with into what the class is already and the deck is already good at. Yeah, I remember people being like super underwhelmed by like Relicologist when that when that came out because it's just like oh it's just like an efficient board clear and it's like 
Yeah, but it's broken. <laughs> so it's kind of like what this is, I think, you know. Yeah. I, I think that's a very good comparison, actually. I distinctly remember somebody saying that before Reno, the Relicologist, was released, that the card is terrible. It should go face. I'm, I'm glad I waited to, to step in there because I, I was the one person, when it came out, I was like, man, this is boring. But damn, it's strong. And I was I was one of those. So, um, yeah. I, I think the same thing uh, for this guy. Uh, last but not least, let's talk about the free legendary. With every expansion announcement comes a free legendary that you just log in and claim. Uh, and for this expansion, it is Thunderbringer. Uh, eight mana, six, six, elemental beast. Uh, so it's a six, six with taunt. Death Rattle, summon an elemental and beast from your deck. That is a uh, eight mana, six, six, tutor two cards to the board. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what elementals and beast we have. Um, I I know there's plenty of strong beasts probably, but uh, any strong elementals out there? Glug and Neptulon. Mm -hmm. And itself, by the way. If you mm. if you make if copies, you, if mm. you muck morph it, yeah, like hypothetically, a muck morpher was uh, played. Like, hypothetically, on turn three, after you play a weapon or something. Hmm. Hypothetically. And then, so you guys maybe, have done your homework. Good, good, good. And then maybe you could <laughs> reincarnate it and like see what happens off of that. Uh, interesting. Yep. Because you know, reincarnate only costs one mana now. So, any, any other decks other than Big Shaman? Any other cards other than Neptalon? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> do you need any other cards? Right. Like what other elementals <laughs> would you? I'm have? saying, is there a situation other than other than Big okay, Shaman? The, but so the problem with elementals specifically is that a lot of them want to be played from hand because they're like battle cry focused. So there are very few ne um, elementals other than Neptalon that are just like, sure, throw me out onto the board, and. Ooh. That's fair. Waking Fountain is another one. So like, Shaman has all oh, of the uh, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Shaman I, has all of the elementals that want to be summoned. Uh, I mean, I, hypothetically, again. Um, ooh, I've got another priest. one. I was about to say, like, I know they nerf Shadow Essence, but like, you pull Behemoth and Neptalon, you kind of just go to town in Big Priest, right? I know yeah, it's boring. I know it's boring. Yeah. Charge Devil Sword, I believe, is an elemental. It is. And a beast. Yes. Yes, it is. And Stranglethorn Heart exists. Yes, it Are does. Are we cooking? <laughs> Are we cooking? And Harpoon, and Harpoon Gun exists. You mm -hmm. want to get it out? I don't Harpoon know. Gun uh, and Vandar? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think if you could do anything crazy with, like, Bonds type effects. Because uh, just the fact that it can cheat itself out. It's very interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This card, like in Shaman specifically, like I think that's obviously like the, it's the first thing we mentioned because it's the first obvious thing. Um, and it's broken there. I think. Um, not right now because in the current format, you probably don't want to play stuff that can get like mind control. <laughs> that's why, that's why the, the charge minions are probably the way to go. The the king crushes and the uh the charge devil swords are what you want to be pulling because at least they can go face before they get stolen and then hit you back in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you guys uh that are listening know other combos or have other ideas, let us know obviously down in the comments below. See if we can figure out cook any dishes that are not big priest and big shaman because you know 
big decks. Uh, Look, man, Katharina. She's waiting. She's waiting. That's you said time. the word Katharina. I think that's a time, uh, a signal yeah. that we need to, to move on. <laughs> Absolutely. You have, you're starting to burn your dish, bro. You've gone too far. <laughs> um, but yeah, so November 14th for the, for the new set. Uh, that means reveal season's probably kicking off soon, which means, uh, you know, expect actual regular episodes as we're going to have plenty of stuff to, to cover um, when we talk about the new stuff. Um, it also reminds me, you know, we should probably reminisce on our predictions from the last expansion. I know none of us actually want to do that, but we should probably probably do that at some point. Um, that being said, we're going to take a, a quick break here, uh, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the huge twist news uh, that kind of came out of nowhere uh, earlier today as well. All right, welcome back. We're going to talk about uh, basically caverns of time 2.0 uh for for twist here uh so the new twist season for november is back to 30 card decks uh and every set that was legal last month plus we are now journeying into unguro uh, and adding that expansion to uh to the new set so with the addition of unguro to twist we're also getting a huge set of uh of buffs so we're not really getting any new cards specifically uh, we're getting a couple reworks, but uh, getting a whole set of buffs like we did uh, in Capture of Time. And so uh, kind of just going class by class, if you guys want to just kind of shout out some things that you're excited with. Uh, so Druid getting uh, five buffs here, notably to uh, to Raffle's, you know favorite card in, uh, in Jungle Giants. How excited are you? I mean, it's gonna be fun but not very good um that and the tyrantus pair nicely together uh tyrantus having taunt and a few extra stats completely meaningless and wild um <laughs> a lot of these are really not geared towards the wild format it's like clear that they're trying to make them playable in twist and we'll see how that goes yeah um, i wasn't expecting this the uh the angora buff i don't know why like it, it feels now that it's happened it's like oh yeah of course but um yeah i don't know it, was, it shook me waking waking up to this this morning yeah, yeah i was... was like scrolling through the patch notes and i was like ah new set new set the next thing ah angora to twist okay sure billions of buffs and i was like oh okay yeah again i think most of these are pretty inconsequential for a wild but there will be some that like actually see play as a result of this i think for twist yeah i mean which is how it should be hopefully right. <laughs> yeah well, i i think compared to it like i i will take this over what we had last <laughs> time or through with uh with the disco getting over buffed so like a, a lighter touch maybe maybe a good thing i do wonder if jungle giants can get to the point where the barnabas can come down on curve um which sounds a little crazy but i mean like with oaken summons and the um what is it cursed uh cursed disciple or the, the five one like death that. i'll summon a five one you also yeah, have I don't know. The, the rager that just that dies and yeah. gives you two yep like that's a that's another one that can definitely work you can already you, you can already get it down on curve you you draw two of those you play one on three one on four that gives you four minions you play the uh the barney on five uh, I mean, is that? Uh, oh, oh, I, I thought you meant like before it got buffed because it used to be five cards, right? Five minions. Right, right. It used to be five. Now, now with yeah. the buff, you can get it down theoretically on turn on yeah. curve on turn five. 
So I don't know. I might I might actually toy around with this a little bit. Like I don't expect to do great with it, but um, I'm making all the minions in your deck cost zero. It seems kind of feels like it's kind of a druid broken thing. But you know, we could we could work towards. We could do something silly with that. Silly druid in every format into draw full hand. Yeah, that seems yeah, good. That's yeah, for sure. I I I last thing in druid though before we move on. Poor Sogoth, dude. Sogoth didn't get any any touches, and then Tyrantis is now a 14-14. Poor Sogoth, <laughs> man. Poor Sogoth. Don't, don't hit me with that class, which is neutral thing. Poor Sogoth. It's just redemption for when they accidentally got rid of Tyrantis and made him like, That's unplayable. That's exactly what it month. is. They're, yeah, they're like... What, what do you mean to make him unplayable, bro? He was already unplayable. Come on. No, literally unplayable. <laughs> they, accidentally they accidentally deleted, deleted him. Yeah. Um, Alright, uh, as we move into Hunter here, uh, Hunter getting, I think, nine changes if by quick maths uh i kind of want to highlight two that caught my eye really quickly uh one of them terror scale stalker uh this is the now a two mana two three that triggers a friendly death rattle i know i know we just memed on like is wild saved is, is death rattle hunter is egg hunter finally finally saved is it real it's that's a two mana two three go you go you go foul leg into this and you get infinity stats like come on your but your opponents actually have infinity stats. In twist, is Death Battle Hunter safe? Oh yeah. It's oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Except there's sure. no there's no foul egg in twist, so like oh, you're still going to ruby an egg into this. Boom. What what set was Playdead from? Is Playdead legal? It's uh, from Prison Throne. Yeah. Death Battle Hunter not saved. I take it all back. All right. Uh, the other one though, Swamp King Dread down to six mana he's a six mana nine nine um for those of you guys that don't know dread this is the one that like eats minions as your opponents play them basically uh it, it did see niche play back when harpoon gun discounted by three because it would eat opponents spear to the sharks and stuff it was actually pretty funny it would also eat your opponent's flare goal before they could do that um <laughs> it, it unironically that's what it was it's all play for but now it is a six mana nine nine that does that that's uh, it's a lot of stats for six mana uh, I mean, four mana after you play Harpoon Gun on turn three and play this in, in Corp's Beloved Beast Hunter on turn four. Seems pretty good. I like it. I like. I, I think it's good. Uh, it seems like a good card. Um, yeah, this... Like, would I play this in Highlander Hunter? Like, assuming that I don't have a restriction on the beast because of, like, some weird selective breeder stuff. Uh, if I'm just playing my best 30, 40 uh, Hunter cards, then, yeah, I'll just shove this in for sure. Yeah, this is definitely um, one that stuck out to me. Uh, also, just looking at the... Uh, never mind. <laughs> I, I misread the name of the card, but yeah. Uh, this is this more than Terra Scale Stalker is one that stuck out to me as a, as a, as a card that would be playable in our format. Uh, six mana is not very much mana for a 9-9. Look, I... One of these days, Egg Hunter will be back. Okay, Terra Scale Stalker being buffed to two is just a step in that direction. Okay, I, I, quite simply think that we are long past the point in Wild Hearthstone where Egg Hunter is within the realm of possibility. Until they but I'm going to be playing. I'm going to be playing Life Coach Hunter, and that that's in the possibility, right, Rahul? Mm -mm. <laughs> no. Uh, Raffle, Raffle putting down all the fun ideas. Raffle, I expected that from Corb, not from Raffle. What's going on? I'm a realist. <laughs> um, all right, moving to Mage. Mage getting three buffs here. Uh, only one that's ever relevant is Pyrus, um, but even that's not relevant 
It's not. Can we it's... talk about what's going on with Mage? Can we talk about like how it keeps getting garbage with these buffs uh, when when they've done the twist chains and stuff? And it's, it's already like the, the worst class in the format. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, it's gonna struggle a bit. Um, does it have a way? Well. Maybe it should struggle because it is getting the quest in this format. So it's a nerfed quest like that. It, it's that a nerfed quest, quest and even wasn't even good at this time, right? Like in no, this era, it wasn't good until it like rotated to wild, basically, or until like right before it rotated to uh, wild. So it had the Exodia combo in standard for a while with the the quest that not during Unguro though. Close. Like they, I would not expect this quest to be playable. Well, Sork is now Fork. All right, four mana Sork now. So that's yeah, exactly. That's the that's where it's, it's not yeah, a concern. Terrible. Terrible class. Would, would Pyros, embarrassing class. Would Pyros change the needle if that third version was a six mana ten ten? Give it lifesteal or something, man. Like what are we <laughs> You get lifesteal with Jaina, that's not in this format. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I see. Um alright. Mage is sad, Mage is not gonna be good in twist. It, it, um Paladin. Paladin actually getting some sweet stuff here. Uh some stuff to to highlight for Wild specifically. Um I know even Paladin is kind of cope, uh, and nobody's going to play it even if it ends up being good, but Vine Cleaver is now 6 mana, uh, which is potentially relevant. I don't know if you play it over Horn, but maybe it's a different build of the deck. Maybe more importantly, though, Lightfuse Stegadon. Uh, so this is used to be a 4 mana 3-4 that adapted all your recruits. It is now a 3 mana 3-3 three, three that adapts all of your recruits. I don't know, dude. Is Odd Paladin like secretly the best deck in the format that's nobody playing? Or is that... That's probably still Questline Druid. That's... A... <laughs> Yeah, Odd Paladin does seem like it's maybe close, like to being fine, especially and this does help it. So, um, could be a concern. I don't know if it's a concern so much as just like a playable card in the format. <laughs> yeah, Odd Paladin's fine. Like I, I think it's quite playable, but um, particularly uh, at high ranks, that York card kind of. Uh... <laughs> And does a lot of the good. Like in a in an ideal world, it would be such a nice counter to Miracle Rogue, you know, to go wide, and they just couldn't deal with all the stuff. But then they just play Yogg and AOE, and it's just like, oh, okay, <laughs> oh, <laughs> all that hard work, yeah. all that hard work, yeah. and me pressing that button. I don't know. I, I feel yeah. like if they nerf Yogg, though, Odd Paladin stonks way up, though, right? Because this with mm -hmm. Warhorse Trainer and Quartermaster, and dude, I forget his level up back to five mana as well. Like it is, it is. Yep. That that Odd Paladin class seemed seemed pretty good. So. Yeah, odd, odd paladin, um, paladin in general. Uh, well, odd, odd paladin, um, definitely benefiting a lot from every other, like a lot of the other decks just got wiped, right? Like they, <laughs> they no got mech decks actually, that. Yeah. yeah, so odd paladin kind of getting away with things. Um, no one will play it, but it wouldn't shock me if it was sleeper good. Post yog nerf, it could even creep up into tier one for like majority of ladder. That would not surprise me in the slightest. All right, let's pivot to uh to twist here though. Paladin maybe already the best class. Uh getting seven buffs here. Um we talked about Vine Cleaver Stegadon, so it seems like in addition to Handbuff Paladin, we might be just talking about good old mid-range paladin, dude paladin being good cuz this is also on Guru. Yeah. Remember, this was this was peak dude paladin cuz you had Terum as well. Uh that got released in here, which is So in addition to Handbuff Paladin, we might also just have dude paladin slash mid-range paladin. Uh, we also just have Hydrolog Hydrologist, which seems like a very good card now. Uh, as is now a two mana two two Murloc that not only discovers the secret but also casts it and plays it for free, uh, which seems kind of insane. Uh, so 
Paladin stomps I mean, way up in twist, is what I'm getting from I this. I mean, it's just, like, way better than, like, Mad Scientist, which just already isn't, like, yeah. bad, you know? It has, like, a deck-building cost, but now it's just, like, way better than that, so... Uh, yeah, Paladin keeps on winning, dude. Yeah. I'm excited for Paladin. I, I love Dude Paladin. I love Midrange Paladin. <laughs> I was gonna say, Ruffle is not excited. Look, it's... <laughs> look, it's not the most riveting gameplay, but this was, like... <laughs> this is peak... This is peak board-based Paladin, you know? Board-based board-based gameplay um quartermasters and taroms and the three mana one fours to make more taroms like this is this is, this is a peak hearthstone dude if you say so this was this is nostalgic hearthstone at least all right um priest uh priest getting a bunch of buffs uh awaken the makers getting a big buff um your 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 board priest and everything like that raffle getting some buffs as a result of this uh now only need to summon six uh, the Miracle Priest gamers are getting some love with Lyra. I don't know if Lyra even saw play in those decks, but it's it's four mana now, so so maybe. Other than that, anything interesting for you guys from from Priest? Uh, just to be clear, you don't play Awaken the Makers and Board Priest. That's silly. You just close out the game and win. You don't want minus one card in your hand. It's about Weasel Priest, meow. Ah, Come dude, same. It's like you don't even know. Thing. It's not the same thing. My bad. My bad. My bad. Not the same thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about that. There have been legitimately times where I just desperately needed like one more death rattle and I won the game at the back of Lyra against aggro. So like this could make a, a big difference. Doubtful it does much in Twist or like the actual metagame. Uh, Lyra is interesting because Radiant Elemental also came from um, Journey to Angoro. So could be something there. Yeah. So uh could definitely be a thing. Um, I do wonder about Awaken the Makers and just Reno Priest. I mean, I don't know. Like, so it went it went from six to it went from seven to six, right? The uh, the death rattle requirement might have gone from Was eight to six. Eight. We can, we can check it now. It's eight? not nerfed yet. Uh, <laughs> or it's not buffed yet. No, they're, no, they're already buffed. <laughs> Matt, they're all live. Yeah. I've oh been my playing god! Them. Did the patch actually come out today, dude? I'm so out of it. Matt, you are not prepared right now. <laughs> So it, it was seven. It was seven. I just I looked up the wiki. The, the wiki's uh got this. Um, I don't know. Like you have like crystalline oracle. Like that's another card that got buffed. Um, like that's already like pretty decent. I'd have to go through and have a look. Maybe, you probably just don't have quite enough to be able to like play curve stone, reno priest. But I don't know. I mean, six death rattle is not the highest requirement for like a five mana eight eight heal to forty. Like. When the priest gets that quest done, it's disgusting. So, like, making it a little bit easier, I don't know. It does seem like a bit of a big deal, I think. Can confirm. It is it is a big deal. I don't know if it's good enough to make it, like, a viable... Alternative? Generation. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But it, it definitely is a... Um, I don't know. It gets it closer. If But also... Again, how do you deal with like the yog <laughs> Like, <laughs> look, post yog, post yog. Okay, okay, we're in a post yog world. All right. Yeah. Could could you it's just play this? Could you play this version of priest in twist? Uh, uh for sure. yeah, because you do have like um, death rattle synergies from uh, Naxxramas. You have like Nazoth to bring stuff back, so you could just go for a heavy value oriented uh, list. I mean, I've done it in current twist it gets it gets a little bit better you don't have ways to i think like send the amara back to hand which is a 
a bummer. So you, but like there aren't many other classes that are healing to full. Even just the ones are going to forty after uh, this month is up. So could be something there. It's it's you full brewmaster's time to shine. Let's go. <laughs> I embarrassingly have have lost to to youthful brewmaster in wild in, in the past couple of weeks, and so that's uh, if it's powerful enough for wild, it's powerful enough for twist. Is what I'm getting from there. Come on. <laughs> um, all right, rogue. A uh, couple of things that stood out to me from rogue mimic pod seems just like a pretty good card now. Uh, two mana draw a card, make a copy of it. So seems pretty good. Uh, and then uh, there's also already a version of like spell damage rogue. Um, that plays the buff street trickster and azardrakes and stuff like that you maybe get to just play these razor pedals now in rogue because uh, all of the the pedals now deal two damage instead of one um so these used to be like one mana spells that dealt one damage they're not like one mana spells that deal two seems seems not bad for that specific version of rogue yeah it's basically like you're getting built-in plus one spell damage um onto them already and they're just kind of like fine cards, uh, like they're the uh, the mage cards now, right? The um, without the mana thirst, which is fine. Uh, but it, mimic pod is the one that stood out the most to me out of all of uh, these changes, as just like this is probably a wild playable card now. Um, it'll probably slot straight into Miracle Rogue, and even if Yogs are nerfed, that's still just kind of going to be a thing, like. <laughs> um, yeah, so a little a little concerning there. Yeah, seems like a uh, a good card. So good addition to Miracle Rogue. It needed it. It's gonna it's gonna need it once y'all get nerfed. Come on, that that's that's the right mindset. Come on, uh, Shaman. Anything exciting uh, to you guys from from the Shaman set? Uh, I think Stone Sentinel getting two mana knocked off of it, uh, and the quest getting two Murlocs knocked off of it. Is that in, in, interesting enough? No, but I did play some Calimos today, and I got to tell you, uh, still not a good card. Sorry. <laughs> I was sorry. You you baited me so hard this that I was <laughs> thought you were gonna say it was good. Oh uh, fuck! <laughs> that was mean, Ruffle. You didn't have to do that. I didn't have to, but I did. It was yeah. fun though. Yeah. What, um, what Calimos was fun or baiting Corp was fun? Uh, both. Yeah. Yes. Um, Spirit Echo is maybe a Carlstone card now. It does say Nature on it. Um, you can play it on Giants, Arcane Giants. I hear that's a viable strategy in the world of Hearthstone. Maybe a Yogsron, perhaps. Um, so yeah, maybe there's like a, maybe instead of doing, you know, maybe, maybe there's a way to like re-engineer Frog Shaman in some, in some way with a whole bunch of Giants and Yogs. Uh, a brand new strategy the world is yet to see. So let's go ahead and move on to uh, Warlock then. Oh. <laughs> After y'all gets nerfed, I'm going to start a new campaign uh, for Arcane Giant to 16 or something like that. Oh, God. Um, all right, Warlock. Literally nothing here was exciting, these cards. I'll have you know that I am the greatest Dinomancer and Cruel Dinomancer. You, you are the greatest Dinomancer because you were the only person that plays the the card so. it curves yeah. now it curves umbra into dino perfect and now. well the realistically you always have to play them on the same turn so now instead of a turn 10 combo it's a turn 9 combo that ends it actually yeah uh what warrior mm, i mean 
the one that's exciting to me is the the direhorn hatchling in the in the control warrior builds in twist um because that's a lot of stats that you're shuffling in uh and getting back with an off but don't know that the uh any of the other stuff is super interesting sudden genesis feels like a card that i've been baited by a lot in the past <laughs> and i refuse to be baited by it again now that it, even though it's getting buffed to, to four mana i i could see direhorn hatchling being a very good uh twist card for sure like um especially you've got the the quest in there um you've already gotten a zoth like taunt shenanigans and going in warrior it adds it to the uh like the taunt discover pool which is fairly narrow like that seems like a, a very useful twist uh hearthstone card i also wonder about twists with king mosh um considering like death spite hasn't left the format uh so th- that could be good as well it's like that's a very high tempo play if you like swing death bite play the mosh yeah and that's a, it's a nine also right? uh 9-7 i think yeah he's a 9-7 yeah 7 mana 9-7 yeah and i think something that we we take those kind of plays for granted now especially as wild gamers but like that's not really a common <laughs> uh play that you have available in a format like twist so yeah that's probably a good look as well all right let's move into uh to the neutrals where you get a bunch of little stat adjustments or little little shifts in numbers uh none of them really relevant except for the one at the very end and that is elise the trailblazer god i love this new elise uh battle cry one more I think there's one more, but yeah, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I'll let you. I'll let you do it after we talk about Elise, because I, I know you're not gonna like this card. But it's uh, she's she's still the same five and a five five that shuffles a uh, sealed Unguro pack into your deck. However, now if your deck has no duplicates, you immediately draw the pack. I guess it's a little bit of downside because now you can't like Shadow Visions loop it in Priest, but I don't know. It's a Reno card, and every other class gets to play it, which is which is pretty sweet. So, uh, big fan of the Elise change. And I'll let Ruffle talk about Elise, and then Corb, you can talk about your whatever card you want to talk about. Wait, why do I have to talk about Elise? Uh, she's because you're the Reno gamer, dude. No, what... Yeah, but like not like this. <laughs> <laughs> not like this. Uh... <laughs> so you get the pack in hand if your deck contains no duplicates. The problem is, is that the pack is hot garbage. It's just like, hey, here's five terrible elementals you never want to see uh, added to your hand. But then like, sometimes you high roll Kalamos as one of those elementals, and then it actually ends it. You still pay you were, seven mana for Kalamos. Weren't you listening to the story, Meowth? He said Kalamos wasn't good. Yeah. Oh, I baited Meowth even harder than look, you. Look, no, no. As, I, I, I heard the story, but if you get it for free in your deck, doesn't that make it better? No. If you have to... Whatever. All right, anyways. Corp, go ahead. I'm tired of listening to this Rawful guy. Crap talk my Calamos. Alright, let's talk about a good card. Uh Bright Eyed Scout is That's... actually pretty interesting, I think. I don't even know what I, I want to do with it. All I know is it does something. Yeah. I just gotta to rem- tell you. Just to remind listeners, it's the three mana it's now a three mana three four. Draw a card, set that card's cost to five. Go ahead. Here's an idea. Uh what if you dredge a yog to the top of your deck and then play a bright eyed scout and then it costs even less mana? But then you're that playing a minion good. in your Yogg deck, and that's surely not worth it, right? 
you could justify playing a minion. Nope. <laughs> playing no, Yogg and, like, no, what do you mean, dude? That's a minion. You can't play minions in your Yogg deck. That's illegal. Oh, you absolutely can. Uh, but there's got to be something there, right? Like, uh, mana cheat good. Um, that Bright Eyed Scout was absolutely the one I was looking at, too. Uh, Big Spell Mage, maybe, could be interesting trying it out. Um, in, um, in Twist, like, even just, like, Handlock, um, like, just play it on curve and handlock. Sometimes you get a mountain giant that you can instantly play that turn, or a molten giant that you can instantly play that turn. Well, you have to take five damage, but um, a mountain giant for sure. Uh, so yeah, that would be that'd be a, quite a strong play for you know an ungoro type format. I'm. I feel like you guys are forgetting all of the times that like you play this card and then you like take your one mana spell and turn it into a five mana spell, like. No, I mean, build the deck around it a little bit, or or just <laughs> like just it's be a good, spider. Bro. Okay, okay, it's a spider tank, right? At which is base. not exciting. We're, I'm assuming we're talking about wild here, right? Like a spider tank is not exciting. Well, I, I'm talking more twist when it comes to handlock stuff. I, yeah. I think like in wild there would have to be something more specifically degenerate, um, which is possible. Like it, it, it is possible that with some sort of deck stacking such as with order in the court or with like an aquatic form where you could actually tutor something quite specific like that that is a possibility but i think that in wild it's probably probably not viable because like the the deck cost is so low that like i like i don't know if there is like an order in the court thing but it maybe like maybe there is where you can just like stack it draw one card play the bright eye and you get like a broken 20 mana card that costs five for so like i don't know but yeah in, in twist uh like handlock is pretty interesting i think because i think the spider tank that just keeps like spider tank that maintains hand size or you get like a five mana jaraxxus sometimes or a mountain giant or a molten giant or whatever yeah i found that uh jaraxxus on curve just kind of wins games of barstone in twist so a jaraxxus like three turns ahead of curve is, <laughs> <laughs> is, is gonna end those games a lot quicker Alright, um, you guys are excited about that. I'm excited about Elise. This is the, the dichotomy of the, the people on this show. But uh, but yeah, Twist in general. Uh, apparently these these are live, by the way, if you guys are listening. I did not know that. I thought this was coming in whatever whenever the patch was, the balance patch was coming. But apparently those are live today. Uh, so you can play with these buffed cards in, in Wild for now. But you can play with them in Twist next month. Um, and, uh, we, we had our Twist discussion earlier this week. but or Earlier uh, on the episode, rather. I don't know. Does does Unguro being in Twist change your your attitude towards the format? Oh, I swear to God, I thought you were gonna say is Twist saved. <laughs> what is a Twist saved? There been. you go. No, I've learned my lesson. Um, I'm not gonna ask you that question. We're not allowed to utter, utter those words. But uh, are you excited about the uh, the Twist format now that we have Unguro? A little bit more than if they were just going to use the same sets as uh, before. Like it adds a new wrinkle to actually like um, work through. But I don't know. My enjoyment of the format is typically tied to um, how other people are receiving it and the uh, combination of like the little promotion, the high barrier of entry. Uh, a lot of factors have made that twist not terribly popular um so 
it, it'll make it hard to create content around it and be excited for it. Like I'm, I want the format to succeed, but I'm skeptical given everything that we've seen so far that it will, um, have much success. So I don't know if I, it's a good use of my time to, to prepare for and play the, the format. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page. Like, for me, it's obviously even less probably about, like, content than it is uh, for Ruffle. But even in terms of just, like, streaming it or just, like, playing it engaging with it myself, um, it's hard to be hyped about stuff that other people aren't hyped for, right? It's hard to be the one dude dancing alone at the party um, when, like, there's barely any music playing and uh, you're just out there by yourself. You know, you want to be out there with other people having a good time. And right now, it's, a, it's an empty club at 3 p.m. on a Thursday. Um, and I don't know if I want to live that life. I, I don't think, I don't think things are quite sad enough yet for me to to go do that. When I could go, be bumping it up at the, uh, you know, at the wild clubhouse is effed up and messed up as it is. At least there are other people there. You know, at least I can go do something. So, I think that's the problem right now with Twist. Um, there is that collective enjoyment missing, and. Well, the format, like, on Goro on paper, it's like, oh, yeah, very excited to play on Goro. Great, let's do it. Um, Ten days into next month, no one's playing it, no one's interested in it, and I'm queuing at the same person, like, seven times in a row. Um, That's probably not going to want to make me queue it up more. Uh, So it's less of an issue about the format itself and and more, like, big picture um, in terms of general engagement and everything, so... Um, that's a general impressions of Twist. Um, I think Paladin is going to be one of the Hearthstone classes of all time. Hot takes. Already is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think the answers to that question have all but cemented that eventually after a preview season that we need to do a deep dive into the issues of Twist episode, something like that, when, when we're starved for content two weeks into an expansion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Wrap things up. I know it's been a while since we've had this, so open floor. Anything else you want to talk about Hearthstone? Are we good for, for this week? Yeah. Right. Uh generally I am excited for the new expansion. I like the I like the aesthetic. I like this theme so far, so hopefully it uh hopefully it doesn't disappoint. Yeehaw. Hashtag nerf yog. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Uh guys, thanks for joining me. Appreciate you guys uh you know joining me every other week to talk about wild and twist appreciate you guys um let the people know where they can find you guys uh and your content uh yeah you can find me on twist twitch and youtube playing twist and wild uh at raffle um you can find me at corbett on uh what was it twist.com or you can always find me at corbett games on twitter and youtube as well uh, you guys can find me at Get Me Up on all those platforms. Uh, we appreciate all of you guys that listen to every episode all the way to the end. Appreciate you guys a ton. And uh, we'll see you guys again in, uh, I was going to say two weeks, but preview season seems like it's starting. So we'll see you guys again next week, right? When we have plenty of new cards uh, to talk about for hours and hours. Appreciate y'all. And we'll see you guys again next time. Later. <laughs>